Welcome back to Sunday Roast. How's it going, guys? How the hell are you? How are your weeks? How are your hearts? And most importantly, forever, how are your heads? Guys, this episode of the show is brought to you by Jemison Cobrew. Best served like my relationship with my ex-girlfriend. Very cold and perpetually on the rocks. Please drink responsibly and visit drinkaware.ie for more info. And on that note, uh, thank you all so much for your thoughtful messages this week after the announcement. Um, not to be too earnest, but when you choose a life like mine, it's quite easy to get caught up in the source of chase and the desperation of trying to prove yourself. And I feel like you constantly have the sort of crippling self-doubt and agonizing sense of imposter syndrome because your life doesn't have the sort of traditional milestones. Uh, and you're probably also propelled by the fear of literally never knowing where next month's rent is coming from. So I really appreciate everybody for sort of reaching out to me and sending me some lovely messages last week. It meant a huge amount. So thank you very much. Uh, and of course, patreon.com forward slash Mark Megan. On that note, I've actually started sharing all of my Spotify playlists to the Patreon subscribers because I get a lot of requests about the music I put up in my Insta stories. So if you want all of that, please subscribe. Um, I've also include, or I've added a close friends feature on Instagram that you can avail of if you subscribe to the Patreon. Basically, if you want more lobster content and behind the scenes footage of lobster content, have a think about subscribing. Every single one of you that joins the Patreon is individually making a huge impact on my life. Uh, I cannot overemphasize how significant it is. Um, so yeah, please consider it. Thank you. Now, let's get into it. Okay. Today's show obviously has to be slightly more PG than usual. Uh, which I'm sure you'll understand. Don't be alarmed. I'm not talking about regressing into the mainstream, sort of like when the Kings of Leon released Sex on Fire. I'm just talking about being slightly more appropriate, okay? Basically, stuff that would be acceptable to say at a dinner party, you know? So, first up today, women's tits. <laughs> no, I'm joking, that. That would be absolutely mental. But also, there were definitely some guys listening to that going, Oh, yes, finally, women with their bloody dresses and their ideas. Anyway, men so thick that their bloody brains wouldn't pass the Becknell test. No, that's not what we're talking about today. Today we're talking about brunch. I know I'm sort of late to the party, as brunch has been part of the cultural zeitgeist for several years now, and I'm under no illusions, okay? I totally get the fact that it is a basic human right, along with running water, okay? I understand that. And I'm a fan of brunch, but I'm a fan of like no, like a fry-up, you know? Just like, give me a greasy spoon, give me a standard fry-up. Where can you go to get one of those these days? When is the last time? Like, if you live in the UK or if you live in Ireland, um, I mean, if you live in Australia, really sorry about that. Yeah, it was a poor, poor life decision you made there. Um, you will, re you will regret it. You will definitely regret it if you don't already. Um, see you at Christmas when you have to get the old cash from your folks for the surprise trip home. Nevertheless, where can you go in the UK and Ireland for just a standard fry up these days? 
It's very hard. I mean, living in London, one of the worst things about me moving to London was how hard it is to get a decent sausage. Why didn't you go to Soho? <laughs> uh, uh, cheers, mate. Hope the divorce is treating you well. Do you know what I mean, though? It's impossible to get a decent sausage anywhere these days. They all, firstly, have herbs and fucking potpourri in them. Oh, can I get uh, can I get some sausages with that, please? Uh, sure, would you like the uh, mushroom-infused Cumberland or the venison footlong with nettles and sage? I'd like a fucking Uber, please, because both options of saucy sound like descriptions of the carpet in my nana's bathroom. So many saucies. Just keep it simple. Just keep it simple. And don't get me started on the bacon these days, either. As often happens in times of cultural crisis... Yeah, Ireland and the UK tend to look to America for inspiration, which is madness in itself, as if that sinking ship is somehow going to lead us towards a lighthouse. Suffice to say, it seems that over the last few years, most places in Ireland that I've been to and in London have started exclusively doing that like American style streaky bacon rather than just normal rashers. And I get it like that's in theory, that's not that big of a deal. Okay. But most of these places overcook the bacon so much so that when you try to cut it, it literally disint literally Jesus, it literally disintegrates right in front of your face. Like it's fucking dust. Literal swine glitter. Like it's a sausage roll. Like it, and also if it's if they're serving you streaky bacon, you should get at least like four to six pieces. Two is totally unacceptable. Two is totally unacceptable. Do you know what? It's almost as unacceptable as girls these days having dinner or having brunt people over to their houses for brunch or dinner parties, right? And then taking photos of the table, okay, with a caption, some spread, you know, some spread, Jesse's done. Fair enough. I know you're probably listening to this going, well, that seems reasonable enough. And yeah, you're right. But then you look at the photo and you realise the only thing on the table is a packet of Walker's Sensations, jellies in a bowl, and a bottle of rosé, which is such a disturbing and warped colour of dark red, it looks like it could burn through steel. You can't just put jellies in a bowl and call it hosting, Neve. This is madness. This is utter madness. Have you, have you noticed this? Girls putting jellies in a bowl and serving them at dinner parties when they're having people over. Oh, so Brian, um, Michelle was telling me you're an economist, are you? Oh, so would, you, would you like a would you like a jelly tot? Would you like a jelly tot, Brian? This is absolute insanity. I am not saddling up the moral high horse, okay, and sauntering through the stables of superiority. I have been there before myself, sitting down at the table, you know, ordering drinks. Some people go for the basic boomerang biscuit beverages, whereas I always go for a delicious crisp glass of Jemison cold brew, where whiskey meets coffee. Joking aside, imagine a better collaboration. That's like Adele releasing an album with David Attenborough. But yeah. Cold brew. Genuinely my new drink of choice. Best served in the workplace of a successful geologist, aka on the rocks. Although it's actually banging with some ice cold cola too, to be fair.
Also, by ordering whiskey, I feel like you get the respect of the bartender. It's like whenever I go for an Indian and try to get the respect of the waiter by ordering a really spicy curry. Those six seconds of unspoken approval in his eyes are definitely worth spending the remainder of the night in the bathroom doing what can only be described as a performance art piece of the Niagara Falls. Please drink responsibly and visit drinkaware.ie for more information. Now, I made the mistake a while ago of going to one of these brunches that has music playing at them. Oh, that doesn't sound that bad at all, Mark. Actually, that sounds quite inoffensive and potentially even enjoyable. Yeah, but not not relaxing music, though, no, was it? No, it wasn't. It was one of these disco brunches, yeah? Techno brunches. Because who doesn't want to be eating scrambled eggs while a jock walks to his table with scrambled legs because he hasn't been to bed since the night before? This is giving me a damaged head, even thinking about it. I absolutely hate these disco brunches, okay? They're the worst things in the world. And you get such a weird cocktail of idiots at these things. It's like a multi-pack of mismatched biscuits, a lucky dip of dipshits, a smorgasbord of other things. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? You arrive in. Oh, sir, would you like to pay £50 for all-you-can-drink mimosas? Eh, no. I'll have one, please. I'll have one. Because no man, woman, has ever wanted more than one mimosa. That's It's such a ridiculous concept, all-you-can-drink mimosas. It's like winning a lifetime supply of coffins. Also, they seem to use the cheapest orange juice possible. So even by the smell, you literally smell it, you get heartburn. But I do love it. I love the different types of people you get at these things, you know? You've got the group of girls who have come out for like, I don't know, Steph's 25th birthday brunch bonanza. And they're all wearing a variation of the same ASOS dress and have brought their own cake because one of the friends fancies themselves as Pat the Bloody Baker. Have you seen this? Everyone's giving it the old, oh, Lauren, like, you totally need to go on Bake Off. This is like incredible. Am I the only one who realises, I just want to, I want to interrupt, sorry girls, I just want to interrupt for a second. Am I the only one who realises this is very much just a standard chocolate cake, cork a millish, with an unnecessary amount of Maltesers sellotaped to the back and sides? You've given a pearl necklace made of chocolate to a cake and people think you're Mr. Kipling. They always have a few random chocolate bars sticking out of them too, these cakes. Oh, like, it's actually so creative. I just don't know where you get your ideas from. Is it, Yeah. She's cut a Mars bar in half and wedged in a few fingers of a Twix into the top. It's not exactly the work of Anthony Gowdy, is it? These girls coming into their brunches for their birthdays really winds me up. Have you seen the amount of stuff they bring in with them? The balloons, the presents, the fucking cake, all of this stuff. Just stay at home. Just stay at home if you're bringing that much paraphernalia into a restaurant. Tom Crean didn't bring this much shite to the Antarctic. Right, and as much as I would have liked, as much as I like the idea of Tom Crean showing up on the first day of the expedition, okay, with a Colin the Caterpillar cake and a floral dress from H and M, it's still ridiculous. It shouldn't be allowed. You wouldn't get on a Ryanair flight with this amount of baggage, Deirdre. Yeah. Anyway, you get these gobshites, and also the music. Can we discuss the music? Guantanamo Bay levels in terms of an assault to the senses and the head. The worst ever thing known to man, occurs at these disco brunches. And I think I've discussed it before. Maybe I have, maybe I haven't. But you know what I'm about to say. The worst 
three words in the English language when sitting beside each other. Live saxophone player. Oh my good God. Is there anything worse? Is there anything worse than a live saxophone player wandering through the restaurant, going from table to table? Live saxophone players, you're, you're, you're the, you're the human version of a wasp at a picnic. You're annoying everybody. You're annoying everybody. This is the worst. And they always, by the way, they always seem to be playing that same song. It's always that exact same song. You know the one? Oh. And you're trying to get the waiter's attention, but you can't. Because this bald pervert beside you is leaning back, playing the bloody saxophone over Jessica's lap. Like, excuse me. Sorry, you're trying to get the... Sorry, excuse me. Sorry, could I get some ketchup? So will you please, will you please go to a different, leave us alone. Please, please leave, why are you wearing suspenders? And then me, by the way, you can't even get the waiter's attention because the waiter, for some reason, by the way, has that infuriating overconfidence of like an overzealous ski instructor. Do you know what I mean? Where he himself is dancing around the tables. I haven't seen this much dancing since the 2003 motion picture Honey starring Jessica Alba. It's absolutely infuriating. I just want to get some ketchup. Can you please bring me the ketchup? Did you ever get that? I'm one of those people, okay? And some will call it uncultured. Some will call it biscotti, okay? But I like to have ketchup with my fry. I like to have ketchup with my breakfast. You eventually get your man's attention and he comes up and he sits down in the chair like A.C. Slater and the saxophone player has gone off to bother another table. He's the indoor equivalent of somebody with a gold tooth coming up to you with a, with a rose when you're on holidays on the continent gesturing at your date. Please, lady... Yeah, no, I know she's a lady. We're not buying the rose, okay? But anyway, he eventually comes up and you're like, can I get some ketchup, please, mate? Because I can't eat my breakfast until I have the ketchup. Sure thing. And off he pops. Fifteen minutes later, you can see him cartwheeling out of the kitchen to table number three. Mate, will you please just bring me the ketchup? I'm getting so bloody angry. And then eventually he shows up. Oh, yeah, my friend, ketchup, there you go. That's not, that's not ketchup, though, is it? That looks like a thimble. That wouldn't even wet... Half of a sausage, half of one of these little sage phalluses that you've served me would not be doused in that ketchup. That is tiny. Serve me a substantial amount, please. actually got into a just before lockdown I got into a complete almost shouting match with a waiter which I know you'll be shocked by because I'm very relaxed you know I've got got the temperament of a King Charles a really chilled out lovely lovely guy but um I got really frustrated because I did order ketchup uh, about 16 different times and like you know yourself though it is really really annoying when you do like you're paying way over the top prices in a restaurant and you ask for something like ketchup and the person just com- consistently ignores you. And yeah, he's, you know, essentially tiktok his way around the restaurant serving everybody else but yourself. But I got into a row with the guy uh, at a brunch recently because eventually I was like, sorry, mate, uh, could, I re- could I just please, could you please get me that ketchup? Because I'm actually halfway through my breakfast now. And he goes, oh, someone didn't have their ready breakfast this morning. 
I literally <laughs> dropped my knife and fork. I was like, excuse me? And he was like, someone didn't have the ready break this morning. Well, no, of course not. Because it's not 1941, by the way. I also didn't bathe in Bovril before going to work in the coal mines, would you believe? Yeah, I, look, I guess my disposition is just not suited towards the environment of brunches, right? So invariably when I'm there, if I do go to them, I sort of spend a lot of time it, like going out for cigarettes. And I was, I was having a smoke recently and I got chatting to what can only be described as a Siobhan character. She comes out and I smoke and she was like, she does that weird, do you ever get that weird thing when someone's about to ask you for a cigarette? You're like, they do that weird like, cutesy, weird sort of step up to you and they're like, sorry, can I be really bold? Excuse me? Can I be really bad now? Um, well, this introduction, it can't get much worse now, but go on. Can I pinch one of those? Can I give you a euro? Can I, would you honestly, can I just give you two euro for one? I just, I'm, I've been off them for six months, but it's Una's, um, it's Una's uh, birthday in there and I just thought, fuck it. I just, I just thought, fake it. I'm going out for a smoke. I'm going out for a smoke. Do you mind? Yeah, please just, please take the smoke and go elsewhere. But you end up having the chat and she's sort of looking at you skew-eyed, you know? She's got, you literally Roy Bean him out, you know what I mean? But she's there chatting to you and she's like, I got chatting to this person. She was like, oh, so, you know, a bit of chat about her day. And, ah, no, it's grand, no, it's gas. It's nice, it's nice, nice. But she's complaining about every single thing, which you'd think that I'd like, but... Bizarrely, no, but she's complaining about the staff, she's complaining about the food, but then she'll, after every sentence, she'll go, ah, but it's nice, it's nice, you know, it's nice, it's nice, and, wh- and, and what did you have yourself? Yeah, I had the French toast, yeah, I had the French toast, it's grand, it's fine. And, uh, what's your name then? I was chatting to this girl, she goes, what's your name? I was like, Mark. She goes, and what's your surname? I go, Megan. She goes, that's really interesting surname, and I made the mistake of getting into like a conversation with her about the origin of my surname. I know, what the hell was I thinking? But I did. And I basically said something on the lines of, yeah, like it comes from my dad's great-grandfather from West Cork, whatever. And she goes, oh, all right. And um, is he still alive? Is Sorry, is is my dad's great-grandfather still alive? Yeah, no, he is, yeah. Yeah, he is, yeah. It's actually, yeah, it's, it's his birthday next week, yeah. He's 211. Yeah. Yeah, no, we've actually, you should come to the party. Yeah, we've booked a table in Tiernanog. So anyway, I said that as a joke. And for whatever reason, she thought this was the funniest fucking thing of all time. And then she's like, oh my God, are you single? Are you single? Uh, yeah, I am. Yeah. I've bring in, introduces Aoife. Now, okay, between me and you, Aoife's married, right? But he's an awful old bollocks. And he's my brother. He's my brother, but he's an awful old boy. I have to bring into the girls. Have you ever gotten into that situation where you get like brought in to be introduced to a table of people who you don't know? So she brings you in and they're like, guys, this is Michael. It's Mark. You fucking daft racist. It's Mark. Uh, it's Mark. Yeah, Mark, do the... Tell him... Hey, he's not a fucking chancer. He's not a fucking chancer. Tell him the turn an old thing. Yeah, uh, I was just telling her that my granddad's 211 and we're booked it. You need the context, but basically we, we booked a table for his birthday in Tiernan Oak. And all of these married women are looking at you like, 
what the hell is going on here? So like I just made sort of made my excuses and headed back to my table. But then it was like weird for the rest of the morning and day because I'm like, I don't really want to go over there because now they, as a result of her, all of her friends now think that I'm weird because I'm just that random guy that came over and started talking about fucking Tiernan and Oak when they're in the middle of whatever, the birthday day for Aoife. Anyway, long story short, the rest of the afternoon went fine. And then your one, the, you know, I obviously got the joke of the pack. Because then you see her later on and she's going around giving everyone birthday kisses. Like, she's about 38. Would you pull it together? But she's, she's at this point, like I see her leaving, right? At this point, she's giving so many of her friends birthday kisses. She literally has lipstick all over her head. She's walking out of the place looking like fucking Mikhail Gorbachev. Do you, know, do you know what I mean? She's one of those people that likes to play with traffic cones, you know? Absolute, unequivocal gobshite. Nevertheless, that is why I do not go to bloody brunches. So. There you go. Just want to thank Jemison again for sponsoring today's show. I have no doubt that you will all enjoy cold brew when you get a chance to taste it. In fact, I'm going to drop them a line tomorrow and see if they'll send me some like free shit to give you guys over the next few weeks. Some goodie bags. It's genuinely so nice. Please drink responsibly and visit drinkaware.ie for more info. Let's go, baby. today's was quite an angry one I think I I just had a stressful week so I think there's a lot of a lot of deep-seated aggression in my soul this week hope you hope you enjoyed it hope you're all surviving remember Siobhan t-shirts are available now with Dune the Veil the link is in my bio on Instagram perfect perfect sort of Sort of like shitty little novelty birthday gift, do you know? So maybe buy one of those. Uh, okay, take care.